Hey, my name is Alina. Welcome to the Unravel podcast. My name is Nina. Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about real estate, life, being an entrepreneur. And I guess today we wanted to talk about balance because that is an important topic. Agreed. So when you think of balance. Wait, hold on. We got to introduce our drink. Oh I spent a lot of time on this. Okay. So today, um, we did just something a little different. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the whiskey sour, but we made a mango sour. Mm. Um, and then I added grenadine to it to kind of give it that nice transition for, for aesthetics. It's been- I, mean, I, I mean, it has flavor too. So it's for aesthetics and flavor. Um, so we made it a slightly different, um, but just kind of wanted to have fun with this one and make it look fun too. What do you think? It's good. You probably have a cocktail bar opening in your future. <laughs> I would not mind at all. I don't know if I like to, I don't know if I would want to serve a million customers, but do I like to make some stuff for my friends? Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> well, the cocktail is balanced perfectly. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now we can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So balance, I know you and I have talked about this before, but regardless of what you do, but specific to us, how do you balance your personal life and real estate. Um, what have you learned in the years you've been in the industry and how to kind of streamline that process? And what are some tips that you can Quite provide? honestly, there is no balance for me. <laughs> what I like for there to be balance, absolutely. And I wouldn't even say like, is there a balance between my personal life and real estate? Like more so for me, because I have two businesses, is there a balance between my personal life and business? No, I suck at it. Like absolutely terrible. Um, ideally I would like for that to exist and have boundaries for myself and be like, after 10 o'clock, I'm not going to do anything on the computer. And for me, it's not so much having to set boundaries with other people, but set boundaries within myself Mm. to be like, again, after 10 o'clock, I'm not going to work. This is, I'm just going to watch movies and enjoy life or Mm -hmm. paint or whatever. Um, like, I love the idea of being able to do it, but have I ever done it or do I do that? No. <laughs> well, I mean, probably if you, if you look at from where you started to where you are today, I'm sure there has been a change or an adjustment in how you handle business. I remember you told me that you would take calls at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. I'm sure Correct. you don't do that anymore Correct. unless it's an emergency. Correct. So, so I've been good with setting boundaries with clients in terms of taking calls at X amount of time or, you know, whatever like that, but setting boundaries for myself in terms of like having my personal time and my work time. Like, no, I suck at it. Like to be quite honestly, to be quite honest, do I know how to do that? Yes. But, um, I'm so consumed with trying to get my businesses to the point where they're a little more automated and don't need me as much, um, that I would rather spend the time for myself doing that because I know once my businesses are automated, I'll be able to have the time to enjoy and do X, Y, Z and and whatever. And not to say that I've never, that I can never have any personal time. It's just like, I don't, I don't schedule out personal time for myself. If Mm -hmm. it happens and I want to go on a random trip, I'll go. I'm not going to allow my business to hinder that. Um, but again, for me to pencil out, like after nine o'clock, I'm, you know, not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not going to happen. I love that some agents and some people are able to do that. And I wish I had that kind of self-control, but personally, I just don't. Yeah. It's a tricky thing because on the one hand, you want to really push and hustle to get things automated. Like you said, things cash flowing, things to be self-generating. And so it does take a certain amount of time and commitment to get that done. Agreed. But I guess maybe it's not so much balance, but 
perspective because I have some clients and different friends to where their work is their everything. Um, and that's the only place they find value in themselves. And I know that's not true for you. Um, it used to be, it used to very much so be. So, so. so tell me more about that when you say it used to be. Um, um, probably when I like first really started in my career between the ages of like 18 and 20, um, that's really where I saw value in myself is through my productivity, um, what, how I was doing in business. Like if I'm not, you know, having X amount of sales, then I didn't have that, then I didn't see value mm -hmm. in myself. Um, and at one point I was very cocky about it. Um, and, uh, my sister had to put me in my place <laughs> and I had to ask her, I was like, how do I find, like, how do I find value in myself other than this? And she, you know, you had to teach me all of those things. Yeah. Um, so I won't say that I, you know, I, I, I had to learn over time what that really looked like for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And me as well, you know, when you first start in a new field or a new career and you realize it's something that you enjoy and that you're good at, it's easy to fall into thinking, well, the only way that I can provide value or my worth is in this, in the results and the sales. But I think if people can lean more into the other things in their life that provide confidence whether it's family, friends, hobbies, you know, things that you enjoy. Totally agree. It makes your life more full. I personally think it actually makes you better at your job, um, whatever that is. But for us, for me, when being in, in real estate, if I was only real estate focused and I didn't enjoy other things, I think probably I would be too intense, um, stressed out all the time. But being able to take a step back and know, hey, these people are important to me. I want to spend time with them, you know, this thing is a priority, having multiple priorities that provide you with that confidence and assurance. I think it spreads over into your business aspect. So, but it's interesting because I, I see so many newer agents that they're just leaning into the sales and the, you know, I, it's technically a very uh, competitive industry. Would, wouldn't you agree? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, sales doesn't determine your value or it doesn't determine you're right. if you're a good person or not, if you're ethical or not. Um, and I think it's important for newer agents or even people that have been in the industry a while to think about it in that way instead, because then we'll provide better service to our clients and uh, we're coming from a better place. Our intentions this and, is true. This you know, is true. the ethics of it. Now, for me, I know it's a little different because I'm not married. I literally just have my dogs. I don't have any kids. So I don't really, I'm not, I don't have to have a work life, a life balance. What does that look like for you for someone who is married? Um, having, is that something like you have to have that you try to have? What is, what does that look like for you? Well, I'm sure if you asked him, he would probably say that it sucks. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, it's definitely a work in progress because, you know, being able to balance marriage, pets, business, life, everything. It's all about time management and then mm. keeping commitments to certain times. Mm. And then when you're with that person being present, it's still something that I'm working on truthfully. But I think if you can first realize that mm -hmm. and notice, okay, these things need to be adjusted and we need to focus more on this, then uh, it's growing. My coach says the best thing you can do is actually go to a place where you have no cell service because then you mm. don't have the option to, you know, be on your phone. Um, that is so true. And it's funny you say that because for me, I've been to places that have no cell service and it's not because I wanted to, but it makes me, it, instead of it giving me the peace to be forced into 
whatever, it makes me paranoid. I'm like, someone's trying to reach me. Mm-hmm. The fires are going to be not like, I'm going to have to burn fires out, take fire. Ugh. I'm going to have to worry about um, someone not being able to reach me and an issue not getting addressed. Like it, it's, it creates paranoia for me, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which isn't good. <laughs> and then when you get back to your cell service, zero notifications and you realize, right? man, I just so wasted true. all those hours. I could have been relaxing. Um, but the cool thing is that he is definitely, uh, a support system and also adds so much value to the different parts of the industry that I work in. That's um, awesome you know, this podcast and everything. So I think if you're just constantly in communication, if you're honest and you just focus on and prioritize, I think it is important to prioritize family, Um, especially if you have a partner, if you're married, because at a certain point, you know, they will probably feel neglected. Sure. Um, But again, I see this with so many agents where they have kids, they have partners and they're really the last priority. The work, the sales is number one, always. And you can only carry that on for so long. And so there's an agent that used to work at the, well, not used to, she still works at the same office, but I am no longer there. Um, she has a huge real estate team and she's got a couple of kids. And she said something in a meeting one day that I had so much respect for um, that, like, she's like, after three o'clock, I do not work. Like, this is the time that I spend with my kids. And I thought that was amazing. And I mean, maybe a lot of people do that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but for me, for someone who has no boundaries and who doesn't have a kids or in a relationship, and I just thought I just had a lot of respect for what she said, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's amazing that she's able to have the self-control and commit that time to her family after a certain, after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually somebody in the same coaching program. They always say that they like to go on cruises. Because they can, you know, go with their family, but then they're really kind of disconnected from work and things like that. And so maybe just for me and just incorporating little things throughout the day or maybe throughout the week or the month that, you know, just like we time block to help clients and emails, lead generate, uh, mastermind. We also need to time block for the other priorities in our life. That is um, such a good point. And it's it's never really talked about or maybe it's not talked about enough where when you get into the industry, you want to be high production, successful, top of the line and everything. But then what's your at home life? Like, is that top of the line? Is your mental health top of the line? Is your physical health top of the line? Because that's where the wins also really matter. You know, so, so right. You could have top sales, but then be the unhealthiest you've ever been or not be sleeping or, and everything else could be falling apart. But your real estate wife. <laughs> you know, you're you're killing it in sales, which again, doing well in the business is great, but I just think people need to have more honest conversations about the behind the scenes of this industry because it is rough. If you're not careful, you can easily let things kind of fall by the wayside. Correct. Especially because in sales, like there's no limit to how much money you can make. If you put in the time, you can make as much as you want to make. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also can be very consuming as well. Like at what point do you set the boundaries for, you know, X, Y, Z? Yes, I would love to make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. but my biggest goal at the end of the day is to be able to have my business as automated so that I can, you know, take time for myself, focus on other things, focus on opening another business. That's Mm -hmm. what I do. That's what I like to do. Um, But also for me, it's traveling. Like I love, love, love to travel. um, and, and for me traveling, I'm not going sightseeing. Like I'm staying at the resort. I'm mm-hmm. sitting by the pool. I'm sitting by the beach. Like I'm, I'm relaxing. So I do not like to sightsee. Um, 
So for me, one of the things that I like, one of the things that I strive to be able to do, and one of the reasons why I want to have my business more automated, so I can take that time to go enjoy myself later on. It may not, yeah. I may not set aside the time every single day to, to to have my personal time, but I like to set aside the time in the future to go travel, go go do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that there's two types of vacation: the vacations where you're just by the pool relaxing, then the vacations where you have an itinerary and you're, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> no, that is not me. That Doing is not all me. the things, oh. and I love the people that I travel with because you know, rather they want to do their own thing and I want to do my own thing. We're perfectly, we work very well together. We may do things together, but mm-hmm. we we're both like-minded enough that we both don't want to do anything. We, we do not have an itinerary. Anytime I travel, I never have an itinerary. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like, go with the flow. This is what I'm going to do today. If I want to sit by the pool all day until 10 o'clock at night, that is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to like my date, my life at home, is already like that enough for mm-hmm. my job and my career. So yeah. I don't want to go travel and be on this and doing the same thing. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I just recently had a business planning meeting for 2024. Um, we're looking at goals and things like that. And I have been blessed to be able to help, you know, 40 to 50 families a year. And, you know, sometimes a brokerage or, you know, they wanted to do more and more. But the conversation I had was to what end? So the whole reason why we're, Doing what we do is A, because we love it, B, because it's a way to provide income for our families. But then if you're providing all this excellent income and your families neglect it, then what's the point? You're 100% right. Or if you run things, if you're so busy constantly doing this and that, but then your actual net, like your cost of business is so high that your net is low, you know, what's the point? And so kind of looking at things from that perspective, again, it's great. But just have the honest conversation with yourself. And that's something that I've been doing. You know, you want to be excellent and improve and grow. But then the growth needs to be beyond just the sales. You have to grow as a person. Your mental health, your physical health, you know. You're entirely right. Exactly. Um, there's been multiple times just in my career where I've been just so over. When you, when you talk about mental health, where I've just been so overwhelmed um, with just what's going on. And me having, not having, because I had to grow up at such a young age. Mm -hmm. I didn't get, I skipped a lot of the, like the, the fun college years or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I didn't really get to have any of that. Um, but I've just always been hustling and just working from since the age of 16 that I missed all of that. So there was, there were a lot of times in my career and still to this day where I just have like just mental breakdowns and just start crying because I feel so overwhelmed with what's going on. Um, and I've had to, and my sister has been like my rock through my entire career. And I'm like literally calling her just like crying on the phone. I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. What do I do? And she's like, Elena, calm down. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like just, just process everything figure out a game plan. I know you're overwhelmed. You've got it. And she's just, you know, been, and just been so amazing in helping me through my career and just being able to take a step back, reflect mm-hmm. and kind of, um, and kind of just calm down. That's why one, that's why maybe about two years ago, all I did was travel, um, for that, for that entire, mostly for that entire year. I went to like 10 places, um, because I really realized at that point, I really needed to take a break. Um, or else I was gonna, I was gonna lose it and get burned out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where having that sounding board is awesome. Whether it's a sibling or a partner or a spouse or a friend, right? you know, who's always there for you, but then it's twofold because if you don't reinvest back into that relationship, they're not going to be there for you when you need that investment from them. So it's kind of, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup, but then it goes both ways. Um, so that's in 2024 balancing or trying to find 
better balance or at least be intentional in things Agreed. more. Um, and I wish, I wish it was promoted, but it's not necessarily a fun or sexy topic That's to discuss. Trait. You know, it's not money making, but in the long term, it will provide that longevity in your business that I think we all need. I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Well, I think that wraps us up. Join us next week when we get into a whole new topic and a whole new cocktail. You can find us every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts and on social media.